0: Hello everybody out there in podcast land. You are lucky right now because you are listening to Off Our Game podcast. This is the best little sports podcast in America. So you are lucky right now. I am Brandon Sosa and I'm here with two other wild and crazy guys. The first needs no introduction, but I gave him one anyway. Everyone, please welcome Kerry Mullins. What's up? What's up, dude? What's going on? Oh, just
1: another day in paradise.
0: Yeah, the next guy, y'all love him very much already, but he could be the next Scott Van Pelt. Everyone welcome Brian Cook.
2: Wow, the next Scott Van Pelt. That's great. Oh, I appreciate that.
0: I know. I mean, you're not bald or anything, but you do, do have gotta shave my head?
2: Do I got to shave my head? Yes.
0: You have to. You have glasses. You have to shave your head now. All right. Yeah. I mean, Cook was it was it Connor or Casey that made fun of your hair last time? Uh,
2: I was both of them, actually. Uh, was it both yeah. of them? they're both making fun of my hair. I've been getting called old man a lot this week as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. You're getting up there.
0: You are getting up there now.
2: I'm not as old as moms.
0: Uh -uh. Oh, wow.
2: (laughs) I'm not old, I'm wise. Ah, I like it.
0: So what's been going on, guys? Last time we talked, last week's, what's been going on? Coronavirus, that's
2: what's been going on, man.
0: Corona is big right now. I Corona in all.
2: Houston's like big. Really? Everybody's, everybody's scrambling around here. And then, you know, it's fun to be go to the store and watch the chaos sometimes. It's always fun to watch that. Right?
0: People watching is always fun, no matter what's going on. Dude,
2: I was at Walgreens today, and a lady walked in, and she got to these big signs that said, you can't come in if you don't have a mask on. And I'm standing in the grip line getting uh, Penny's uh, medicine, and some lady behind me apparently doesn't have a mask on. I didn't even know she didn't have it on. Oh, no, that's funny. Uh oh. Oh, we lose him? Did we lose him? Mollus, what's going on with that's you, like man? Did. Uh, just another day, man.
1: Um, same old, same old work and everything else. Uh, I heard you got some oh, good man. news. Uh, yeah, I'll get to go on a trip before too long. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it'll be just a work trip, but it'll be interesting. Hey, work trip's always good. Hopefully, there's no Rona there wherever you are. No, um it'll be over in Europe. So it'll be, uh, if, if we, if they'll let us go. So we're not a hundred percent sure yet. So,
0: yeah. Well, we'll good, man. Out. Well, I hope that, I hope that, um, uh, whatever it is, you know, goes very smooth for you. I hope it's exciting too. Cause you know, going to different places you've never been before is pretty awesome.
2: So oh, hey, sure. Cook, finish up your story, man. So am I back? I don't know what happened. Yeah. So the lady was, she said, ma'am, you can't be in here if you don't have a mask on. She says, I choose to not wear a mask. And said, we, we choose to not serve you if you don't wear a mask. So wow. wear a mask. And uh, she goes, well, I don't have one. She goes, well, we sell them right there. So if you <laughs> wow. stay in here, you're going to have to buy a mask. And I was just like, wow, I uh, just want my script and get out of here. Can we just do that? I don't, don't want to be caught on like uh, some sort of Facebook channel with some chaos happening. See, oh. She said oh. it
1: wrong. She should have said, instead of saying I choose not to, she should say my mental stability tells me that I cannot wear a mask. Oh. and then it's okay
2: or or just say or just start arguing with herself like no yeah. i already told them that No, <laughs> i told them that already
1: <laughs> and then you're off the hook because that is actually one of the uh, the uh, excuses for not wearing one well really she could be like, could be like the lady who uh, has the unibrow that we met at the airport for that day. real oh my gosh like I told Cook that day, I've I've met people that I thought were crazy, but I've never met anybody I knew was crazy. And that woman yeah. was crazy. That
2: woman was crazy.
0: <laughs> well, hey, well Mullins was saying that he gets to go on a trip. I know y'all were talking about this a little bit beforehand. So, uh, Mullins, are you excited about this trip? I know it's out of the country. Are you excited? Are you nervous because of the Rona? What's going on?
1: Uh, no, I'm not worried about that at all. Uh, nervous in the fact that you know it's somewhere I've never been for before. So. But it'll be interesting, um, you know. Nervous and excited all at the same time. What's the weather
2: going to be like? Is it going to be cooler? Man, I hope so. That'd be great. Some yeah. nice cooler weather yeah. to be nice out there. That'd be nice. That would be super nice. That would so, nice. have you have you ever been on a on a large uh, vessel like that before? Not that big, no. You, do you that'd know be. about if you're going to be okay with like seasickness or anything? Yes.
1: Yeah, because okay. it'll be easier. Uh, as long as the oceans don't get really, really, really bad, then I'll be fine. Because
2: that be, that would suck, man. Be out there that long and just have like. <laughs> seasickness the whole time that would be just oh that'd be a bummer
1: some people do they have problems oh man
0: i i when i the first time i ever took a cruise the first time i took a cruise i felt that way it took me about two and a half days to get my quote-unquote sea legs and yeah after the first two and a half days are kind of rough but after i yeah. got my sea legs as they say it I was much better. But those first and that two was and a half days, I was
2: like, hmm. And that was a three-day cruise, right? That was a five. No, it was a week-long cruise. Well, at least it was a three because that was suck. takes two and a half days to get used to it, and then you're already back. Right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, it was a seven-day cruise, thankfully. So, it's um, like, yeah,
1: I got used to it when I was walking off the ramp.
2: <laughs> you know what
0: the craziest thing was? Okay, so one of the sickest times ever was, okay, we got back to Galveston. Right? We reported in Galveston and i was sick as a dog coming back home i don't know what it was i don't know i it wasn't i wasn't feeling uh you know seasickness or anything but man i was one of the most times i got so sick i mean i was down for two days just thrown up terribly so anyway sorry i had to share that with you
2: i hate throwing up man that's like the worst thing ever man oh it is so, that's just that's bad it for is. real
0: For real. So what's going on with you, Sos? Well, you know, my son graduated, so that's good. Dang. Son graduated, so that's
2: done. It's insane to me. Does does that make you feel old?
0: It makes me feel old, dude. That's Um, his
2: second kid to graduate now. Yeah. So you know, he he feels old.
0: It's my second. It's it's. It makes me feel old, but at the same time, like when I met you guys, like you know, I told you I was a single dad and everything. I met you guys to get to get both of them graduated, no issues, no problems um man it's a big accomplishment in my book like i feel very like almost almost a sense of relief like wow like it actually got done you know i can't i can't believe it you know job well done sir
2: so, yes, job well done for that for sure
0: I'm, shoot man I didn't there a few times in the very beginning it seemed very bleak like uh, like we're just gonna survive for today
2: that's all we're gonna do <laughs> hey you know <laughs> what some days that's all you got it. that's all you can do man you gotta make it through
0: today and today only that's all we did was just worry about today I was like we can't think about anything else so but that's good it was good man uh, that and we had a bunch of people here despite the fact that we could only take four people to the graduation um, so that I did, was I did I watch know, you walk online I watched it yeah it was cool I know that, that part was really nice uh, I to see that I thought that was cool so but I will
2: say, oh my God! I will say this. It it opened my eyes to what we're up to next year with the amount of people and how long you had to sit there. Yeah, yeah. I was like, right, oh.
0: dude. At, we okay? So we got there. I said the, the gates open at six forty five. We got there right at six forty five, and we didn't get home till eleven o'clock.
2: Wow! After wow.
0: pictures and all the all the everything, you know. Yeah. Get home at eleven o'clock. So that's yeah. crazy. And how many people were in his graduating
2: class? About six hundred. Yeah. Ooh, See, Kylie geez. has eleven hundred people in her class. Holy cow! They're, the, they're the gonna go split sheet? that up. I don't think so. The high school she goes to has six thousand students. Wow, that's
0: like like uh, Allen ISD kind of size it's over there. Goodness gracious,
2: Dobie Dobie High School. It's huge, and that's only that's only three grades. Wow, that's, 10, that, 11, that's Perlin, ten eleven ten right? eleven twelve. Perlin, uh, it's I- it's actually Pasadena ISD. Pasadena ISD. Okay. Yeah, okay. we're right on the border of Pearland and Pasadena, so okay. Pasadena. Okay. That's well, crazy. Cool. It's crazy, man. That is crazy.
0: Hey, don't let's jump into our show. What do you think? Let's, let's do, do it. it, man. Let's do it. Okay, so this topic I brought to you guys as soon as I saw it, one because my week was already going to be busy and two i love the thought of it already so my first topic i'm bringing to you guys are uh the article came from cbs sports it talked about the best five teams that are positioned to win a national title in the modern era and it was georgia notre dame oregon penn state texas and now mind you the article was talking about you know teams that haven't won a national title in a while so, these five teams, according to CBS Sports, are the best positioned teams to win a title in the modern era Georgia, Notre Dame, Oregon, Penn State. What are your thoughts, Brian Cook?
2: As an AM fan, I don't think they'll ever win a national championship in my <laughs> lifetime, just because wow. that's, just the, that's just the suffering we're meant to go through. We're almost like the Cubs fans of the old. You know, it's like every year it's like, all right, man, there's hope. There's hope. Nope, they got me again. These dudes are not doing crap this year. They got me. Again. <laughs> wow. I hope they do. And I think I think they have all the pieces in place. You know, they've got the coach. They've got the facilities. They're getting mm-hmm. great recruits. Let's just see if they can put it together on the field or not. I do like the other teams, though. I don't think uh, Penn State's going to win one. I don't think Penn State's in a position to win one. I thought that I did not agree with that on the article at all. I mean, Georgia's right there. They're close. Notre Dame, it's been close a couple times. Oregon seems to always be teeter-tottering on getting close.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but if a if m ever even makes it to the playoffs here anytime soon, I think we'd all lose our mind just for the fact that they're in the playoffs.
0: Okay. Ballas, what did you think about those five teams? Is, yeah, and, I thought is I was it was interesting. On that
1: list. Um, I think A&M probably has the hardest road out of those teams uh just because of them playing in the SEC West i mean you you got to beat alabama and lsu so and auburn that's and and auburn now so that's a that's a tough road um notre dame i think has probably the easiest road um out of those teams um in oregon possibly too uh it'll be interesting um i agree with cook penn state uh, that's really iffy um i just don't see them Making a run anytime soon, um, and then and then Georgia, yeah, Georgia's just right there. They're they're so close.
2: They always they always seem to be almost on the t- they're just right there on the cusp of doing it. Yep, just every yep. time seem to get over
1: it. Yeah, they're they're super close. So uh, I could definitely see them winning one, uh, but yeah, it's uh, going to be interesting. Uh, hopefully, I, I'm not as negative as Cook is with A&M, uh, <laughs> I think they, they're they definitely finally headed in the right direction. Uh, we've got the coach, um, we've got the, the facilities, we got the players, so it's, it's super close to having a good run okay
0: I, my when i first looked at this article i didn't even know that a and was in the list first of all i didn't even know it so i was like you know what i'll take a look at this article because i'm very curious who they picked in the, their top five right yeah. and when i saw a&m first i was very flattered i was like you know what you know kudos to jimbo fisher apparently putting a and on the map you know uh the more i've watched his recruiting cycles too he is ve- he does not just recruit texas he is all over the place he's got this d tackle coach that has been able to recruit the northeast and the mid-atlantic really really strong yeah. he's pulled kids from new jersey pennsylvania that area over there is a hotbed for those guys he pulled a, he pulled kids from maryland I'm really impressed with his recruiting. So to kudos to Jimbo Fisher for at least, you know, having not just the staff, but bringing in the players also. The, the rebuild of Kyle Field, of course, helped a lot of that too. Now, out of all those teams primed, in my opinion, to win a national title, it has to be Georgia and Notre Dame. They're you know, the first two. Georgia first, just because Kirby Smart is, does a heck of a job over there at Georgia and plays solid defense all, you know, all the way around. Mm-hmm. And then Notre Dame, because Notre Dame doesn't have to go through a set conference schedule. They get to basically make their schedule and you know they're required to play some acc teams as part of their scheduling now because they're you know their basketball team is in the acc conference and they have this special agreement you know with the acc but as that no offense to oregon but until the Pac-12 gets it together, top to bottom, I don't see them sneaking in, you know, to the Nash, to the college football playoff. They'd and have it, to be undefeated. Yeah. That's, that's the only that. way. That's, yeah, exactly, I agree with that. Exactly. And then Penn State, I mean, you're going to have to go through Ohio State every year. And, man, I mean, that's the same thing as basically going through, you know, Bama every year or Georgia every year. You're going to have to get through the monster, through the giant, to have a chance. You yeah. know, and on top of that, you're going to have to probably be undefeated to get in there. Uh, but, you know, so, so I don't know if y'all broke down the article or and looked it at that, but so I went down and broke it down. So I looked at the national championships. The article talked about na- the past national champions since nineteen ninety two. So there's been twenty eight national champions since nineteen ninety two. How many are SEC? Oh, I did look not at? look at that. But uh, out of the twenty eight, out of twenty eight, guess how many there are? Eighteen. Close. Half of the national championships are SEC. SEC. There's yeah, fourteen. 14 SEC national champions. Out of the SEC West alone, more almost half as well. They have 10. They have 10. A third of the national champions have come from the SEC West. You have six from Bama. Yeah. You have one from Auburn. And you have three from LSU in the past 28 years. Talk about three from conference. Florida. And depth across the board, right? So SEC West is already brutal. You know, But imagine going through that schedule, though, SEC West, SEC, SEC Conference game, and then a national title. I mean, you are beaten up as a football team getting to that point.
1: It's brutal. Um, and, and that's kind of been kind of the argument that a lot of people put on A&M for leaving the, the Big 12 because they're like, you're, you're just going to continually get beat up. And, you know, a lot of people have said that if they would have, if A&M would have stayed in the Big 12, we would have started winning, you know, Big 12 titles and playing for national championships. But, but we wouldn't have gotten the same talent.
2: Exactly. exactly yeah. Exactly. At Johnny Football showing up our first year in the SEC also helped out a lot. You know that helped get. That oh yeah, stadium. that launched us. You know, in that Heisman, get that, get that stadium rebuilt. You know, I don't know. That's you should you should almost. It, it's like if you get through the SEC and make it to the playoffs, it's like you should almost be like, it's almost like, well, we we've, we've had the toughest part of our schedule. Let's do the playoffs now. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly, exactly. You know, and I mean, I I broke this article down looking closer, yeah, at it, not just the guys that were going to break it down. You know, if I was looking at the rest of the teams as far as in order, you know, as far as who's going to do that besides Georgia and Notre Dame, I would put AM third actually. I put A and M third or Oregon and then Penn State if I was ranking those five teams as to who's going to win national title I would put it in that order right there
2: I think uh, A&M would I would be agree. third as well I agree with that what what do y'all think of the, of on as quarterback at A&M do you think we have a shot with him at quarterback after I last think, season I'd say no he's got a
1: lot of work to do
2: I I want you know, I'll tell you this I want Jimbo Fisher to
0: put in more pro style offense and I was hoping that second year that he would but he has a lot more with Kellen Mond in the gun. And I don't know if he's doing that because he feels that that's Kellen Mond's strongest suit as a quarterback. Um, But I was really hoping for more under the center game. I really was. I wanted to see that strong eye formation with, a you know, basically a 21 formation, you know, I mean, with tight end to running backs. You know, I wanted to see that a whole lot more. I wanted to see if that pro style offense and see him develop as a quarterback, a passing quarterback. Because We all know Kellen Mond can run. I mean, what do you think, Cook?
2: He – I've never been a big. I'm gonna say I'm not like a not a fan of Kalamon, but he's always struck me as very robotic. He doesn't okay. seem smooth. You know, when you see these elite athletes who are are good at running and throwing, I mean the Cam Newtons, the Johnny Manziel's, the you know, all the dual threat type quarterbacks, they, they seem very smooth, fluid athletes. Kellen does not seem fluid to me. He always seems very herky-jerky, almost robotic at times. I just I just can't see him. He just doesn't look comfortable. It almost looks like it's, it's not effortless to him. It, it's like he has to work to do stuff. And I don't know why that is. It could just be his his body setup. I don't know what it is. But I think he would be more um, structured. He looks more like a pocket passer to me, than, uh, mechanical wise, than he does as a runner. Now, yeah, I, I see he runs and he gets it done. Yeah, but just but uh, he doesn't look comfortable. It's almost like watching Bit Rothasberger run. You know what I mean? He right. looks very robotic. Like oh man, he's like lumbering to do it. Calamon's quick and he's fast, but he he looks like he's lumbering to get down there. Yeah, he doesn't look and, very smooth. And Mullen, and I
1: think I think Kalamon got in his head last year. Um, he was overthinking everything, and it looked like it, you know he would start thinking about where he's supposed to be throwing the ball and then it would just take too long and the pocket would collapse and then he would be in trouble. So it seemed to me like he was just way overthinking things. And I want to say that I had read somewhere where he talked about Jimbo Fisher being able to calm him down and get him to focus. Um, But it seemed like, especially towards the end of last season, that was almost an impossible task. Um, So Unless he really worked on that, I he'll probably start the season, especially since we didn't have spring training and, you know, there's not going to be a whole lot of training before the, the games start. Um, but it would not surprise me if he gets replaced during the season.
0: Okay. Oh, good I, I like I like your point, cook. I like it. So let's move on to the next topic. Cook, what'd you bring to the table?
2: Well, I brought the, uh you know, the evil empire, the new England Patriots, you know, of the oh, NFL. Do, do they rank higher or lower on your hate
0: chart with uh KC or new England? Which one is higher?
2: Oh, it's, my boil bloods. My my blood just boils when I think of the Kansas City Chiefs. I can't okay. stand the Patriots, but I <laughs> hate the Chiefs.
0: Okay, okay. I just want I don't want to make I'll clarify. Make sure what we're at my my my
2: uh my my displeasure with the with the New England Patriots is purely just jealousy of them winning all the time. You know, okay. it's just one of those things. You hate the champion that's winning all the time. It's like all right, somebody else needs to win. The Chiefs, yeah. I, I hate them. I can't stand them. Okay, they okay. I appreciate
0: the honesty. I appreciate
2: the honesty there. Yeah, I'll be honest with you on that one. So yeah, the New England Patriots, man, the evil empire that is in the NFL. I uh, had a lot of news this week. You know, they had their uh their owner back in court today with the uh, litigation going ongoing litigation with his misdemeanor that happened last year. Leave that guy uh,
0: alone. He was getting a massage like Molo said earlier. hes was getting, yeah, he getting massage. A getting was getting massage. Look,
2: well, it looks like they're gonna let him out of that, man. Looks like <laughs> looks like his uh looks like that video was gonna get thrown out and he's gonna get them charges dropped. So that's one thing I wanted to bring up with you guys. And then also, you know That's what freak, money gets you. Exactly. The freaking New England Patriots are cheating again with the recording and losing a third round pick and losing $1.1 million and then they sign Cam Newton mm-hmm. to replace Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. And if I read correctly, it is the only time in NFL history that an MVP has replaced another MVP in the same season.
0: Wow. Interesting. Top interesting cash. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So, so what, are, what are your
2: boys' thoughts on that, the whole New England Patriots uh, week of news? Uh, well,
1: the cheating didn't surprise me. They always cheat. So that's just another another slash on their little mark. But uh the them signing Cam Newton I thought was huge. It'll be interesting to see how well he does because, you know, their style of offense I think is completely different than what he normally runs. So are they going to be able to modify it to fit him? Probably. Um, he's going to have some pretty good weapons. Um, I also read that they were uh, – uh, oh, no, never mind. That, that was – I was thinking of the, uh, the news uh, Antonio Brown might go to uh, Tampa Bay. They play oh, with uh, well, that, Brady again.
2: Bruce Aaron said that ain't happening. Yeah, uh, I, I don't
1: know who it, anybody would sign him. But yeah, uh, Cam Newton in New England. Um I think New England scores big, especially since it's a hugely incentive-based contract. So. They're in a low low lose situation.
2: I thought that contract was interesting. He only counts a million dollars against the con against the salary cap this year and he has yeah. the potential to make up to seven point five million. And if he makes those incentives, that's that six point five million moves to next year's cap. And yeah. guess what? The Patriots are on track to have the highest cap number next year. They will have the most cap room than any NFL team next year. Ooh, interesting. Isn't that making fun? So what do you think about all this, Sosa?
0: Okay, I'm with Mullins. I'm not surprised that there was some other issue with cheating, you know. Um I Wish I kind of wish the NFL would have made it even that much stiffer and that took away more draft picks because they they know because the fine okay, the fine was well $1.2 million, right? Is that what it was?
2: Yeah, it was like 1.1, 1.2, something like that that's nothing that's nothing
0: take away their draft picks and hurt them where it really matters because that's where belichick gets his players he finds gems in those later rounds like he always does he trades down gets more picks trades down get more picks. take that away from him i would appreciate that more secondly i think it was a genius move again by bill belichick to not only sand sign cam but convince this guy to sign for a million dollars this year and put all the incentives in this contract i'm thinking this is a genius move another genius Move again, evil empire, you're right. Uh, but I thought it was a genius move. I'm the way, the same way as you cook, I don't dislike the Patriots, but it's one of those things you're just like, man, I'm tired of the same thing happening over and over and over again.
2: Um, yeah, I have mad respect for them, I really do. But oh, I'm I do
0: too, that. I do too. They remind me, they remind me of the Spurs, right? They're like, why are the Spurs always there because we got our stuff together? Why are the Pats always there because they got their stuff together, you know? Because it, it, it is what it is.
2: Now, I will say regarding the cheating, I I did some more research into that. Did you know that Belichick, before he even became a head coach, when he was with the New York Giants, before he was even a defensive coordinator, he was in charge of the film department there with the New York Giants, he was getting in trouble even then regarding cheating and filming.
0: Interesting. So this is something that goes –
2: this goes way back. This isn't just something new with this dude. I mean, he's – he would get in trouble. League rules, uh, he said. You had to record certain angles for videoing. You had to release the video in a certain time. You know, obviously you can't record certain things either. And he was notorious for always being late with releasing the game footage to the opposing teams, to the league, and also getting um, weird angles for the opposing team for footage and stuff like that. And he was getting nailed for stuff like that all the time. So this dude cheats with filming way back.
0: Dude, you just, you just pulled a Kerry Mullins. You know that right? You just pulled a Kerry Mullins right there by digging way back into the I know,
2: history. No, right. What are you doing? We'll, we'll do that now and that's a carry mullins <laughs> <laughs>
1: digging up old history what's up with
2: that
0: i know man you take it away you're trying to take away carries well, you know main point no no of, no, no, no.
1: that's it you can
2: do my segment this <laughs> that's, right, that's, that's right that's right even if even if i could i wouldn't <laughs> i would never be able to pull it off like mullins <laughs>
0: All right. Hey, let's move on to our next topic. Mullins, what did you bring to the table, man?
1: Uh, what did I bring y'all? Um, I brought y'all the NFL Players Association is actually apparently getting pretty ticked off at some players for doing workouts, little group workouts, um, which was very interesting. Um, Brady was one that's been doing some group workouts. And uh, who else was it? Um, Russell
2: Wilson.
1: Russell Wilson. And then the newest one is uh, Murray in uh, Arizona. And Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, and Ben So you got all these players that are doing these group workouts, and the Players Association are getting ticked. Um, and they're like yelling at them and saying, you know, y'all, y'all gotta stop that and, uh, the Players Association wants the agents to inform players of their virus risks um, in writing. They want to send them all this information about all of this stuff. So, so
0: does, okay, so does the NFL Players Association, or do they have some kind of, you know, health code procedure or procedure they're supposed to be following? Is that why they want to send it back out to the agents? Well, what, they're what working
1: they? with the NFL right now to come up with some procedures and and guidelines, uh, official guidelines for, for the season. So, Okay. and they want everybody to stop doing these workouts so that they can get this stuff in place so that people can follow the guidelines interesting so
2: yeah, they're afraid of some massive breakout i guess like these dudes are all hanging out together with the whole team they're not just like you know five six dudes getting together um, yeah there's quite a few the of funny them. thing is tom brady just laughs in all their faces look i'm i'm captain tb12 none of us are getting sick yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. So I know that, I know that, you know, Tom Brady and the, and the Buccaneers, you know, squad have been running Skelly, basically skeleton units, you know, no offensive linemen or anything. So is that what everybody's doing? Is that what Ben Roethlisberger and Russell Wilson are doing? Or are they doing something completely different?
2: Uh, basically, it's like skeleton crews. It's almost yeah. like seven on seven. You know, they've got wide receivers, tight ends out there, and that's about it. Yep. I did see that uh, Russell Wilson has been having a, uh, uh kind of a, a session with his center. He's had the center come out there and practice doing uh, reads. They've set up dummies practicing and practicing calling protection plans and stuff like that during the yeah. practice. But that's the only offensive of I've seen in any of them that have been involved in it. Part of the problem, the the, the Players Association, too, I saw that they're kind of wink, nod, nod, like, look, guys, nobody would know you're doing this crap if you'd stop posting it on social media. Right? Exactly. <laughs> stop exactly. posting it. If you're going to do it, don't post it. Quit being an idiot. And Tom Brady, they're like, dude, you're 43 freaking years old, and you're out here posting crap on social media. But he's just such a media hog. He's got to have all the attention on him. He's got to post it. Yeah.
0: Let me let me yeah. ask you this, Mullins. Is there is there a snitch line like the NBA? Do they have a 1-800-you're-in-trouble line? Do they have <laughs> well, that too? Well, like
1: Cook said, you don't even need it. These guys are snitching on themselves.
2: So it's. It's probably Bill Belichick calling in. Yes, right. <laughs> he's like these the guys are posting on Facebook that he was doing this, and I saw all these other guys. You know, it's all. It's probably looking. All the people who got reported are probably all on the Patriots schedule next year. No, and they probably like, are. He's like, I've got, I've got film, film footage too. I should yeah, pull like, that up exactly. right now. Actually, he's like, I've got film footage as well. You know they're probably all are. They're probably all playing the Pats next
0: year. Oh, I want to. I yeah. want to look now just because you said that. I want to see just for myself. Let's see. Oh man. Okay, so let me ask you this: Are y'all against this? Are y'all against what they're doing? Is it unfair? Is it unfair advantage at all to anybody? No. I
2: don't think it's an unfair advantage at all. I mean, no, it I, is what it is. I, I don't they're think it's an unfair football. advantage,
1: and also, I, I don't see a problem with it.
2: I think the risk of the coronavirus for those guys is minimal. They're all quarantining, and it's only six of them. It's or yeah. you know six or seven guys. It's not like they're getting in a in a crowded room somewhere. I mean, all the things to talk about the coronavirus. You need to be in an open area. You need to have fresh air. A breeze helps. All these things. They're doing that, and they're not. And they're not like standing on top of each other. Be like, hey guys, how you doing? They're putting their arms around each other. They're social distancing while they're practicing as well. They're yeah. doing everything they should. be. to me, it's a it's a perfect science experiment for what the league needs to do this season. Right. Okay.
0: Okay. I, I can get on board with that. And just so you know, Seattle plays. uh Uh, plays my uh new england at seattle week two so there you go there you go (laughs) there you go week two (laughs) freaking pats man so i don't see t i don't see tampa bay or anybody else on there or pittsburgh but yet you know but you know it could happen somebody else could get in trouble so there you
2: go i did see that some of the footage that was on social media was like drone footage too so i don't know i don't like what the hell is is tom brady out there with a drone out there flying above him so he you know, video footage from the top to see how crisp people are running their routes and exactly, but dude. You only ran that route at eight and a half. You're supposed to go nine. Oh, yeah. he,
0: he might. I, if I know, I Tom, if
2: yeah.
0: Tom Brady, you know he's on. A, he's going to be on point. He's going to be on point. So the timing is right. So I wouldn't be surprised Actually, if he's doing that for
2: himself. I want to see him lose his mind and yell at Mike Evans, and I want to see Mike Evans. I want to see what Mike Evans does. <laughs> I will see if Mike Evans is like, all right, Tom, cool. And, you know, whatever. Or does he like, you know what? That's it. That's it. Tommy boy. I've had it.
0: All right. Hey, I got one question. I forgot to ask you about the, in the previous second. I just want to get your quick thoughts. on for both of you guys it says OBJ, and Cam Newton worked out over the summer. Do you think that means OBJ
2: to the Pats eventual? I could see it happen if it got. Up. I mean, he just he just he just doesn't. He never wanted to be in Cleveland. He doesn't want to be there. He never wanted to get traded there. I think he tried to make it like, well, you know, my boy Landry's there. I'll try to make it a good a good fit. You know, maybe we can make it like old times like at LSU. But I think he's just like, dude, Cleveland sucks. I do not want to be here. Yeah, Mullins, you think OBJ,
0: OBJ New England is eventual?
1: Hmm. Knowing Billerich and and how they work out there, uh, probably. I mean, they'll they'll figure it out a way. I'm, bet, I'm
0: betting on it right now. I'm not going to call no. it like, North, like the North Dakota State game that I'm so sure about. I'm not going to do that. But I am going <laughs> to say I am say that it's going to happen. With all that cap space, they can eat his contract. And you know how, how it is over there. If, Bill, if OBJ doesn't fall in line, then Belichick's going to cut him anyway. So yep. I think that's just I me. could
2: totally see him getting traded within, before the end of the season being released. Yeah. I could totally <laughs> exactly. see that happening. I could also totally see him showing up and being like Randy Moss, though.
0: Yeah, that's true. He could do He could pull Randy Moss. So. Uh, well, nice, nice topic, Mullins. Hey, with that, Mullins, you might as well just go ahead into your curious, interesting sports stuff right now. So let's go ahead and go with All it. All
1: right, let's oh, do oh. this, guys. Yeah, I've right. got a winner for you today.
0: Uh-oh, chicken, chicken dinner.
1: Can you believe, or would you believe, if I told you that there is a country that has a professional league for, or it, not a professional league, but kite flying is a professional sport. What? Kite? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm looking this, at this. Would right? this
0: country be Finland? No. Would it be no. the Dutch, the Nether, uh, the Netherlands?
1: No, no, nowhere in Europe.
0: Okay, I'm not gonna Google it. I'm not gonna spoil it. I'm not gonna Google it. Uh, <laughs> oh,
2: so kite flying. Kite flying. Professional kite. <laughs> it's gonna be. Something and they've so been
1: cool. doing it for over 700 years. China?
2: China. No. like a China. Right. And <laughs> where is it?
1: Thailand. Thailand. That's basically China. So every spring, they have a huge festival and they <laughs> have these guys that are professionals. And it's basically, you have two factions, the Pek Pow and the Chula. And it's two different types of kites. Uh, the Pek Pau is a very large kite and the Chula is a small, they're smaller kites. And so they have this big field and they get the teams on there, and you actually have to have two of the Chuliff teams to one Pac-Pow team, and they have to try to get each other's kites down on the ground.
0: Okay, okay. So are they are they like crashing the kites into each other, or they're like going at the rope? What are they doing to knock them down?
1: They just said you get, your goal is to pull down the opponent's kite. So they really don't specify, but I would assume, yeah, either take the kite or the, the twine down, however you're going to do it. Those Pac-Pow <laughs> kites are
2: huge. This is the Carrie Mullins Fun with the Kites show.
1: Yes, <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. I was reading it. I was like, kite flying is a professional sport. What? That's wild, man. Did, okay. I don't know how does, is it? Pretty competitive. Yeah, the way they make it sound. Yeah, that's like super competitive, and like wow. they've been doing this for you know hundreds of years. Interesting. Wow, that's crazy, man.
0: Okay, is is it is it year? I'm sure it's not year round, right? Is it during like no, no some, just just spring
1: because uh, they say okay. they get the best winds during the springtime. So. Uh, March, April is when the festival is. It's like, I think they said it's like, uh, 15, it runs 15 days. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. I got a, I got a question now and maybe you can bring this for the next segment. What is the average salary over there for these professional kite flyers? Can I make a living doing this? You know, am, am I a superstar over there if I do this? Like, tell me what would happen if I joined this professionally.
1: Don't know of the uh, dollar amount, but uh, but yeah, you would be a superstar because uh, the team that wins, they actually win a thing called the King's Cup. And wow. so that's, uh,
2: you know, are these, it's kind of, are it's these guys on Twitter? <laughs> that would be do they have a Twitter account? Oh. probably probably so what about a facebook page is there a facebook fan page we can follow oh yeah that would be awesome i'm gonna have to look that up that's a good question i want i want to see some some fights break out between the two clans right yeah
0: is there is our, our foreigners allowed like if i was to go if me and cook were to go over there we want to be on the mac pow one or the big mac, mac league the, the big mac league um the you big know mac can we join <laughs> <laughs>
1: the big mac league i just thought that <laughs> big mac league <laughs> Uh, you know, I bet you probably couldn't, cause it, it's very traditional. So, are you saying I don't have now. kite
0: flying skills? Did he just insult my kite flying skills? Is yes, that what I?
2: Have? I did. Yeah. So okay. what you're saying is that we have this has to be a long range plan. We have to infiltrate the. <laughs> The country. I think so. Become part of the country. Be persuaded that we can be on one of these teams and yes. then be a part of the kite flying. So it's at least a seven to 10 year plan.
1: Yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So That'd you be better long. get started. Yikes.
0: Man. All
2: right. I'm going to start building my
0: kites starting tomorrow and <laughs> to Cook, I'll leave you in charge of
1: infiltrating. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> Done. <laughs>
0: Okay, let me ask you this. How did you find this? This is my last question. How did you find this?
1: I can't give away my trade secrets.
2: Oh, okay. Wow, here we go. See, see, I I thought I did a little well this year or this week, and then here comes moments with this garbage. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Cook, you thought you did something pretty cool? Watch this, Kai flying. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Professionals, professional kite flying. <laughs> professional <laughs> kite flying in Thailand.
0: Oh rate. man, carries interesting sports stuff is always a good segment away from everything else. I like that. That was good, man. That's a total change of pace right there. I love that, dude. That's yeah, great. I had to throw a
2: curveball in there,
0: dude. I like it. That's good. That was stuff.
2: like a knuckle curveball. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't just a curveball. It was like a knuckle. It was like a Tim Wakefield knuckle curve. And those are tough. And to I might hit.
1: have used sandpaper on the on the ball too to oh. get it to the
0: curve. Uh, you he, did though
2: cheating like the patriots like i I'm I, I
0: thought something totally different i was thinking like small division football championships that's what i was thinking that's where i was going today i was just thinking maybe he's thinking small division football all the way off
1: too traditional
0: yeah that is traditional you're right we got to keep it an untraditional show that's for sure so all right guys hey next topic we're gonna talk about here i just threw this out here kind of last minute but i just kind of want your thoughts before we jump into the big last two big topics which is coronavirus is breaking out everywhere in all leagues even the National Women's Soccer League. So give me your thoughts, like real thoughts, even your odds of, of these seasons happening. You know, NBA, baseball, NFL, just percentages real fast.
2: Man, I don't know, be honest with you. I'm the percentages. I saw Adam Silver say today that he felt confident, but there was a shadow of doubt that the NBA would resume. Okay. So I don't know, man. I don't know what the percentages will be. I think I think a lot of these leagues will get started. The question will be will they finish? Okay.
1: Okay. Mullins, yeah. what do you think? Uh NBA probably At this point, I'm going to say 50-50, if that, maybe 40-60 against playing. Uh, NFL, I'm fairly confident. I'm going to say 80% chance it's going to play. Um, College, probably about 80% chance, maybe delayed, but I see I'm playing.
0: Okay. I see I see the NBA having the biggest issue at this point because you know they play indoors, right? So they play indoors um, in arenas. So I feel like the NBA has the worst shot. Um right now I'd say fifty fifty NBA. They was kind of like you will know, cook, they'll probably start the season, but I see them eventually, you know. Why don't they play it. outside? I don't know because they play, they play pickup games all the time, like professional yeah. players do over in, uh, where is that park in, in New York City? Famous park in New York City. They always play pickup games oh, over there. So,
2: you I mean, say that and I don't know what the name of it is. I knew it would, God, dog it. I can't think yeah, of it. I want to say Rutgers or Ruckers, That's it. Yeah. That's so, Ruckers
0: Park. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean it would be you. super I mean, easy
2: to build a court outside. And you're not going to have fans anyway. I'm sure so. they've got them outside in Disneyland. I'm sure they probably got like the best outside court you could ever have too. I'm sure. Yeah,
0: just play yeah, outside. But, you, yeah, humidity though, and 90 degree heat in Florida. That's not exactly what Suck I would. Suck it up. You know. I mean. I mean. Of course, I'm not paid millions. That's different though. I'm getting paid exactly. millions. Like, let's go. I don't play. We'll play straight up two o'clock in the afternoon. Let's do it.
2: If they're going to pay for me to be in the bubble and per diem and everything like that, I'll go right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know you would. Here I know we you go. Would. I know, but is this before? Is this after? Is this before or after your kite flying stuff? Which one are you gonna get, do first?
2: Oh, to be the NBA first. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's a short range plan. It's only 22 games, or and twenty two games. You're gonna do <laughs> all this
1: before you go fight Mike Tyson, right? Yeah, yeah, I, no, I, I, I
0: forgot I'm, about that too. Now, I'll still step in the room with Tyson. I'll do it. <laughs> Man, you, you got You know, you got a heavy schedule. You got this Mike Tyson thing. You're gonna kite fly. You're gonna lose the North Dakota State bet, from what I understand. And something going on in December the 10th. What was going on December the 10th?
2: Uh, that's when I'll be, be accepting your apologies regarding the ACC. Oh, that's, division.
0: I, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yes, answer.
2: and oh, I'm not gonna lose the North Dakota State one. Not <laughs> happening. You know either. what?
1: Mike Tyson's gonna hit him so hard. He's actually going to
2: agree with us on North Dakota State. Ooh! Wow. He, he must hit me pretty hard then. Yeah, yeah. That, That's what's That'd gonna be happen. good. You know, I, I am one to know as a professional boxer. Yeah, nice. Really? I am one to know. Third round really? TKO. I am one to know. TKO. What the other he person didn't show it. up? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Three rounds. I would tell you this though, man. If you've never boxed before, I am telling you, it is a whole nother level, man. Oh, oh was that, that really at uh, Big Dogs? Yeah, fight night at Big Dogs. Yeah. I yeah, that stuff, man. I was so tired when that was over with, man. I could have lifted my arms for like two days.
1: Right? Oh, no,
0: nice. Well, all right. Well, we'll get into the bu- c- uh, boxing career in the next show. So, ACC <laughs> Atlantic Breakdown, guys. One of our big topics here. So, uh, I'm not going to let you lead it off, man. What Would you see the ACC Atlantic?
1: Uh, is there anybody else other than Clemson? I no. I, I couldn't find no. anybody else. There are other teams, sir. They had some I saw some blurry letters or something, some that may be other teams, but yeah. Clemson's it. And, I mean, and there's I mean, not going to be anybody close. No. Um I not. mean the close. I think number two basically. Number two will probably be, in my opinion, will be um, I think it's gonna be Florida State. Okay. Uh they'll do decent. Uh, but even that is probably gonna be like maybe seven and 5 mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, Louisville will be right close in there. They may be seventy five, six and six. It'll be tight. Um, the other schools, they're they're not gonna be nothing. So it, it, again, ACC as a whole without Clemson is just super weak. I agree.
0: Cook, what's your thoughts, man?
2: Uh, ironically, uh, Mullins and I agree on this. I think it's Clemson and then everybody else. But I got Clemson finishing number one. Then I got FSU, Louisville, NC State, Syracuse, Wake Forest, and Boston College. Nice. I've got uh, Florida State going eight and four. And then okay. I've got uh, Louisville and NC State both going seven and five.
0: Okay. I can see that. So, I those can see are the that.
2: winning records in the uh, division. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah, the, I didn't have anybody close to Clemson in my picks. I was just looking at my stuff. I was like, the, the best – the, not say the best, but the best time for any opponent to pick anybody off, I thought, was when they went to uh, Florida State in October, uh, October the tenth. Mike Norville, you know, is the new head coach there. Um, hopefully, by then, you know, most of that offense is in place. You know, it could be interesting because you know they are a hop- he is an offensive minded head coach. I mean, you're talking about in week what is that three week six possibly. I mean, it would be very interesting going to Florida State and trying to pull that one off. And then outside of that, I mean, I didn't see anything on that schedule that was like, I mean, there's at Notre Dame, but I mean, that's not ACC technically. Uh, and that would be a great game, uh, November the seventh. But as far as the uh, coastal, I mean, uh, the rest of their opponents on their schedule, I didn't see anything, um, anything yeah, as far I mean, as that's concerned.
1: The biggest question for the for the ACC at nine is, will Clemson go undefeated and play for the title? Yeah,
2: basically, yeah,
1: exactly. Or even they probably still would, even with a one loss, depending on how everybody else does, could still possibly play. Yeah.
0: I I have I have Louisville and uh, Louisville and Florida State basically jockeying for the second spot. Yeah. Um, I think that coach at Louisville, even though I had that faux pas last week, that coach at Louisville, <laughs> um, I think he's going to be on track. I don't think he's going to do anything you know interesting as far as dethroning um, Clemson because I mean they're not going to get into their. I mean, unless he does a great job of recruiting, the talent level is just not going to happen. Um, And so, and then of course Florida State. Only I put Florida State in there is because I think they have the talent there already. Just because they, you know, Florida State always has talent. I think Mike Norvell is just going to put it all together and possibly make a little streaky run. So, whoever wins between Florida State and Louisville, in my opinion, will be number two.
2: I agree with you on as well. So, totally uh, 100%. I think the only way, reason you even pick a dark horse in this is if coronavirus takes out the Clemson offense and then uh, then someone has a shot at maybe winning the ACC Coastal at that, or Atlantic at that point. But other than that, it's got to be Clemson, hands down.
0: Yeah, I agree with that too. Um, and another great game on Louisville's schedule is at Notre Dame. I think at Notre Dame, towards the end of the season, I mean – talking about November 21st at Notre Dame, I think that would be a very interesting game. I think if Notre Dame doesn't pay attention to Louisville, then I think that Louisville could probably, you know, pull one off um and so i would love to see that um i'm a big nc state fan too i want to see nc state do something but with how they progressed last year i don't i don't see it happening i think that not say they take a step backwards but they're going to maintain status quo they're not going to yeah. do anything crazy yeah, so yeah i would I love on. to but yeah not going to happen so well let me what do you think i mean i know it's basically clemson's to lose but you know um did you see anything else interesting at all i didn't see anything i mean i looked at that whole thing back and forth and i was just like the only other team I'm pulling for is Syracuse. I like Dino Babers uh, a whole lot. I think he's done a great job at Syracuse. He actually pulled the uh, head coach from Manville High School uh, to be his quarterback coach. I think his, he took his son with him too up there. So I would love to see something good happen. And a couple of and players have transferred over there too, of course. But Dino Babers, I love that guy. I think he's a quarterly coach. Quarterly co- quality coach. So I don't know, any other thoughts? Okay.
2: Not really, man. The Atlantic to me, you know how we talked about last week about how the, the coastal was a bad division. Yeah. I, think, I mean Atlantic may or the Atlantic may not be as bad as the coastal, but they're more they're boring, man. They are. Yeah. They are really yeah. boring. They don't even have like a bunch of standout players. I mean, at least with the, the, the coastal division, you would be like, Well, you know, they got a couple players you can watch, but man, that the Atlantic is just boring.
0: Okay, do me a favor. Yeah. Take y'all both take Clemson out of the ACC and what do you see? Garbage. Okay.
1: Yeah. At this point, yeah, garbage. I mean in the okay. past he had Florida State. Uh, okay. but you know, they they basically hit the hit the sewer and are sucking I it up see. now.
2: So <laughs> Wow. Garbage <laughs> may be a little strong. Uh, a lot of medi- <laughs> a lot of mediocrity is what I'll say. I yeah. I'll lot, you, I'll give I'll give you that. Mediocrity.
0: I'll give you that. I see a lot of I see a lot of young teams, young coaches, you know, could that could rise up and, and be good, but they wouldn't be a national power um and the coaching across the board like i'm not saying that it's a like i said i'm not saying that's bad but it's it's mediocre there's no out of take away jimbo fisher there's not a lot of head coaches there that you're like man you know i don't see a lot of quality right there um there,
2: there are more boring uh big 12 Ooh, wow yeah are you saying I agree. Step,
0: so you're saying sec big 10 acc and then big
2: 12 like if you're ranking uh, the conferences i, I would, would big 12 above the acc if you take wow. out but i would think that they're they're more boring big 12 okay Okay. Okay.
0: Without Clemson, I agree with that. I can go on board with that.
1: Let me ask you this: So, if the, if the Power Five break off from the NCAA, um, what do you do with with the ACC? I mean, they're they're truly not uh, outside of Clemson and and Florida State. In the past, they're not really a power conference.
0: I, I can get on board with
2: that.
1: So, would you kick some of those teams out and bring some other teams in, say Notre Dame? You know, because if the Power Five go think off by that themselves. Happens. I Notre Dame's happens. got to Notre
2: join. Dame, I think Notre Dame joins the ACC if that happens. And do they do join the ACC or do they try to get into the Big Ten? I think at that point, it doesn't matter. I mean, you're in the, if they're leaving the NCAA, it, I don't know that those, those divisions are not going to be the same anymore. I think the entire groups get put together and they restructure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I can see that too. But if, if Notre Dame goes anywhere, I, th- I mean, I think contractually, they are meant to go to the ACC because they are right now in their contract for the basketball program to be in the ACC. The football program is required to schedule ACC teams as part of their schedule every year. So unless is there they get a baseball team in there too? Uh, I don't know. I would have to look at that. I'm not for sure. But I know contractually, they are obligated to put <laughs> ACC teams on their schedule every year um, in the football program. So I don't know. It would be really interesting. We'll see. So anyway, let's move to our next topic, guys. Cook, 56 cents of a rant. What you got, man?
2: I've been doing some searching, looking for something, <laughs> looking searching. for something that, you know, not soul searching, just, you know, <laughs> doing a little dig and looking at some of these players nowadays and comparing it to players from the past. And uh, our colleague here, you know, Carrie Mullins is a big Dan Marino fan. Oh, Lord. Oh. I have I have found oh, gosh. the current and modern Dan Marino. Okay. All this right. Is gonna um, his name, this is going to be interesting. This is going to be good. His name is Lamar Jackson. Oh, wow. Wow. Lamar okay. Jackson is an MVP. Okay. As she stats. Good with his legs, good with his arm, good in that regular season, open to in the playoffs. He okay. is on track to be the new Dan Marino. He's not going to win a championship. Wow. Oh, he's only been in the I league think, for a years. Gonna, You're gonna... I think he's going to set all kinds of records. I think he's going to win multiple MVPs. I don't think he's getting a ring. Wow. He okay. is the new Dan Marino. And I think Dan Marino should send that man a check and say, thank you for taking the stink off me.
1: <laughs> wow. Wow. That's that's pretty ruthless right there. Yeah,
2: that's I'm, that's my that's my thing this week, man. I really believe after watching and doing some thinking, and and I just don't think he's going to be. I don't think he's going to win an NFL championship. That's interesting. Okay. I think it's going to be a combination of things. I don't think it's going to be anything to do necessarily. Like Kerry would say, it takes more than just a quarterback. It does. I, th- I think it's going to be a combination of things, but I just see the dude winning a national or a, a, a Super Bowl. I think he's going to have all kinds of record numbers. He's going to have all kinds of cool stuff that he does. I just don't see him winning it.
0: Okay, all right, Very Mullins. Interesting. Mullins, you got thoughts? Am I it in? I'm going to have in.
2: to disagree. I
1: I think he's going to. I think he has a real good chance of winning um, a title, especially with Baltimore. So they were extremely close this past year. Um, so, yeah,
2: I, I, I agree. disagree. They were extremely close this year, this past season? Or they, was they it lose the year last. They, they're, they lose in the divisional round yeah. every year. They're 0-2. They haven't won a game. Give It's still too early. It's only two years. <laughs> Dan Marino uh, peeked out his – And, the yeah. Super Bowl and went back. This man's not – I don't even know wow. if he's going to play in a Super Bowl. Wow. Man. Wow! This he's is... going to have all kinds of stats. He's going to have all kinds of records. He's going to be just like Dan Marino, but no ring. Uh, Very interesting.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Here's my okay. Here's my thought. All right. So I, 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 I'm with Mullins. It's a little early, but I can totally see where you're going with this, Cook. Because I could see him setting all kinds of rushing records, like a as a quarterback, and you know, getting better as far as being a complete passer, but. I mean, you got to think. Last year, last year alone, his passing percentage was 66. percent Now he only had 400 attempts, but for a guy like that, I figured that's pretty strong numbers right there, don't you oh, think? I, don't,
2: I don't doubt that he's going to have great passing numbers. I think he's going to set all kinds of records for total yardage in the season. All kinds of you know, there's all kinds of things that this man could do. And yeah. I don't doubt. I just don't think he's going to get a Super Bowl. I just don't. I just, it's it's a gut feeling I have. I don't really have a stat to prove it. Yeah. It just seems to me he's the new Dan Marino. He's going to have all these numbers. He's going to – he'll be the quarterback you want. You want to have him on your team, but I'm not sure he's going to be the one to get it done. I don't know that he's going to win it.
0: You, you bring – okay, so I'm looking at the stats right now Well, as soon as you brought it up. And you make You make a really good you know argument because in four games in the playoffs – I'm sorry, two games in the playoffs, not four – two games in the playoffs, his passing percentage is way down. It's 51.1%. He's got three touchdowns to three interceptions, and he's only ran the ball basically about 200 yards. It was about 100 yards a game, which is still pretty good, but on 30 attempts. So, I mean, I mean, that's not a bad argument, Cook. I kind of
2: we'll like that. We'll see what this. happens. We'll see what happens. But that's, that's my projection for him. I've, I've, I've not I looked at those playoff numbers. I looked at his, how his regular season is. And even when he plays against the the quote-unquote stellar defenses if you go back and look at his regular season numbers those those you know great Patriot pac- defenses and things of that nature yeah, yeah they may have, they may have won the game but they there's a pattern there he doesn't mess yeah, against those, those those great teams for whatever reason and in the playoffs he doesn't play well at all i mean he lost what was it San Diego the first year yeah he did now San Diego came into it with a very interesting plan i think they had two down linemen the entire time on defense and they ran with you know something like 9 DBs and or something like 8 DBs and one linebacker yeah so that was an interesting game plan but the uh, Tennessee, ten- Tennessee uh, Titans just just stepped up and punched him in the mouth.
0: Yeah, they did. No, they they basically out the Ravens, which I thought not many teams that can actually do that. Uh, Mullins, I mean, any other extra thoughts? I mean, look at his postseason stats. I mean, Mullins. I mean, Cooker has a point right now.
1: Well, I mean, that kind of goes against your argument. If he's not playing well in the postseason, then he's not going to be the next Dan Marino. Mm.
2: Go look at Dan uh, Marino's numbers. His his postseason numbers weren't that good either. Hmm. I, I it amazing regular season amazing regular season numbers but his postseason numbers were not that great either. i think you're getting <laughs> confused with uh deshaun watson
0: let me ask you this. okay <laughs> let me ask you this it's the same it's the same argument right some guys are built for the regular season some guys are built for the postseason right some guys i mean mentally in their head there's a different level and it's, it clicks on i mean do you think that's mentally if it keeps going this way it's going to get in his head like he can't de-
2: he can't de- deliver. I don't know that he can't deliver, but I think it may, it may start playing mental games whether he tries too hard and then he starts trying too hard and makes mistakes and then you know just kind of snowballs. Um, okay. I, th- I could see that happening. Okay. Now I will say this you know if you if you tell me hey you're drafting an NFL team, you get a choice of a quarterback. Deshaun Watson's already taken because I love Deshaun Watson. and Patrick Mahomes is not got there. I'm going to take Lamar Jackson all day. Okay. Do a pick. I'll take him all day long, but I still just don't think he's going to get it done.
0: Okay. All right. Well, before we move on, Mullins got anything else?
2: No, I'll, I'll let him have it.
0: You let him have it? Yeah. Okay.
2: I'll make sure next week I get those damn real stats for you, too. <laughs> We're
0: going to lead off with Dan Marino next <laughs> week all right guys let's go to our last topic of the night we broke down the nfc west this week which i had fun with this division actually because it gets really interesting uh all across the board but malice i'll let you lead off nfc west man what do you got who's winning it you know what do you see
1: and this is a tough division um top to bottom even if you're you're thinking that the rams uh will be towards the bottom um it's it's a tough tough division um I think Seattle is actually going to squeak this one out. Ooh, that's, that I, I makes think two they're less. going to uh, take the top spot with San Francisco really close behind them. Um, I see them both being uh, well above double-digit wins, so 11-12 wins, um, each of them. So it's it's going to be interesting. Um, and then the Rams are going to be mm, – I'm going to say the Rams are probably going to be – Maybe uh, maybe seven to nine, mm-hmm. but only because you know they've got to they got to play the the Niners in the in the uh, C- in Seattle. So it's a tough division, top to bottom. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But I'm going to say Seattle followed by San Francisco. Um, the Cardinals are going to be fun to watch. Yes, and no I matter know. what they do, they're going to be fun to watch. Um, I'm not a huge Kyler Murray, Murray fan, but. The kid does have some talent and that he is working his butt off uh, to get better, uh, which is very respectable. And they've got a ton of talent on that team. Um, they could be a surprise. So you, you better watch out for them.
0: Okay. All right. I, I I don't disagree. I think that Arizona could be a very exciting team to watch. Cook, what are your thoughts on the NFC West?
2: My NFC West, I agree with you guys. It's a tough division. Um, I actually looking at this and projecting their schedules, I don't have a single team in this division having a losing record. Wow. I have okay. um, I think I eight the, and eight's go the worst. Yeah, I think eight and eight's gonna be the worst. I got I got the 49ers going see twelve that. and four. I got the Seahawks going eleven to five, I got the Cardinals going nine and seven, I got the Rams going eight and eight. I, and based on the new playoff format with the additional wildcard teams and such that they're putting in, I think there is an outside chance you may see three teams from this division make the playoffs. Okay. There, see there is a, there is an outside chance you may have the 49ers Seahawks make it. I agree with you on Collier Murray. I'm not a big Collier Murray fan. Um, I, I never have been a big Collier Murray fan, but I will say this. The, the guy's a winner, and yeah. I think it, um, he's going to will him, his team to some victories that you know they probably shouldn't get this year, and that may be what gets them into the playoffs. And then they'll be a fun team to watch. You don't want to play them in the playoffs, I'll say that, with the amount of yeah. got coming in. You know they added, they added um, DeAndre Hopkins on offense. They've got some already stellar offensive options going on, and they brought in Simmons on on the draft pick as well for at linebacker or safety, wherever you want to put him at. Yeah, I think I think they're going to be a fun team to watch. Um, I I really see the Forty Nine ers being the cream of the crop, but I could see I would not be surprised if the Seattle Seahawks do win the division. It's I think it's it's going to be between the two of them. One of them is going to win be twelve and four. The other one's going to be eleven and five. It's just going to be dependent on who wins what.
0: Yeah, I I agree with that completely too. I think that's exactly how it's going to go down too. So I'm I'm with well, Marlins. I had Seattle squeaking it out twelve and four um i think that they are going to squeak it out i think that dk metcalf and lockett is going to be developing some great raw receivers i think that pete carroll should finally let off of russell wilson and let this guy throw the ball that's just my personal opinion that's just me i think he should let him throw the ball i think he should spread it around i think russell wilson has proven that he's a, a proven quarterback he can he's an accurate quarterback uh let the guy i don't say free range but let the guy have the hand both hands on the wheel and drive this thing completely um, I think if he does, I think that Seattle could be even that much better. Um, I have twelve and four for Seattle. Actually, um, I think that they're going to win. Um, like I said, the NFC West. I, I know the last game of the year, I believe, is at San Francisco. Um, but Seattle always plays big and big games. They always do. I don't know how they do it, but they always do. Um, I think they actually upset them um, um, at the end of the season um, and to win the division. And then I have eleven and five San Francisco. And after that, I actually didn't go that way. I think I put I did seven and nine for the Rams um I think there's a couple of places in their in their schedule when I looked at it that they were gonna definitely just because the home and away thing that they were gonna lose and then Arizona so initially I had Arizona coming out of, the, out of the blocks pretty hot but that that middle part of their schedule man is pretty tough I mean after their bye I mean you get home against Miami home against Buffalo at Seattle at New England and then coming back home again to the Rams I mean that little part right there that little five game stretch that they have that's pretty tough right in the middle of it and with a young quarterback I could and a young coach you know things start you know stumbling down I could see it just stumbling down the rest of the season so I actually had them at five and eleven now I do think they're a better squad than five and eleven I just think that there's a little bit more growth and maturity in both the quarterback and the coaching staff before they get to that next spot I can see that I agree with you on that so uh, I'm not saying that's gonna happen that way that's just my head you know the tough that meaty part of the schedule that they have is tough, man. So, and then after that, yeah. of course, they go to at the Giants, and then home to Philadelphia, home to uh, San Francisco, and then they finish at the Rams. I mean, I would love to see Arizona squeak in. I would love to because it would be so exciting in the first round of that playoffs. Um, but I'm just gonna give them one more year at five and eleven. So
2: it is a tough division, though. It's one of the toughest, div- toughest divisions in NFL, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Oh
0: yeah, absolutely. That that div- divisional group. I, I have I have basically Seattle. And San Francisco tied at four and two, both of them four and two. Uh, but with Seattle having the tiebreaker with that last game of the year, winning at twelve and four. And then um, I have, I actually have the Rams actually last in that division at one and five. I think that. The only game that they really win is a home game to Arizona because I think Seattle and San Francisco is gonna it's just are too good right now than LA. Yeah. So, I could be wrong about that, but that's just my initial thought. Um,
2: any, any of these teams a contender for the Super Bowl?
0: Seattle. Oh, yeah.
1: Seattle and, and San Francisco both. Yeah.
0: I I I think San Francisco takes a step back. I could see them winning in the first round of the playoffs, but after that, no, I d I don't see I don't see the quarterback development that Garoppolo is going to have to carry a team when he needs to. That's just me. I could be completely wrong about that. Their O line is so strong. Their D line is still strong. Um, across the board. And the defense is strong top to bottom for the most part. Um, but I think Garoppolo at some point is going to have to carry a game, you know, just like he, he probably should have in the Super Bowl this past year. He needed to carry the team a little bit, just like Mahomes did. And until he gets to that point, I don't see them
2: pulling it all the way out. You know, it's interesting you, you brought up AB earlier. AB is linked both of these teams right now with the Seattle Seahawks and the 49ers. He's been linked to going to either one of these teams. Jamal Adams is, is, is linked to
0: the San Francisco 49ers right now, too.
2: Really? That's yes, interesting as well. That's so to be happens. interesting to see if that happens, if Jamal, if Jamal Adams goes to the 49ers, that, that'd be amazing on that defense. That defense is as stout as it is already. Yeah. If AB yeah. ended up with the 49ers, because they need help at wide receiver right now, that'd be a big help for them. But if he ended up in Seattle, could you imagine that? Lockett, Brown, and uh, Metcalf lined up out there? That'd be scary. You'd yeah, have to be- take you'd have some take the, you know, take the wheel on that. You'd have to let him play.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. So, um, what do you think though, as far as you know, Carol finally letting the letting Russell drive this thing? I mean, do you think that should happen this year?
2: I think it should happen. Whether it'll happen or not, I don't know. Carroll's you know, for being so laid back, he's pretty controlled on stuff, man. He's uh but then again, you know, Carroll's getting up there in age as well. So, you know, he may be thinking at some point, look, man, I'm not gonna have so many shots at winning this thing. Maybe I'm gonna have to, you know, let go of the reins a little bit and let him go out there and do some stuff. Yeah.
0: I think he's going to have to because I think that O line is not as stout as it used to be. So running the ball is not going to be their strong point this year. I think I think passing the ball is going to be their strong point. Same thing with Murray. I think the only thing that holds Murray back this year is just you know O line contributions and if it's going to be stout enough for the, the whole year. So, that's um, what yeah, do you got?
1: Yeah, Russell's got he's got the experience. He knows what he's doing. Um, just let him loose. Let him go. He can do let it.
0: Okay. So I'm a I'm a Wilson fan. I think he's I think I think on and off the field the dude is a class act. I just think I think Carroll needs to just put his full faith in him and let it go. Same thing with Garoppolo. I think Garoppolo can turn into a Trent, Delph, Trent Dilfer type of quarterback. Oh. Yes, where he manages the manages the game wow. fairly well and carries the team in certain moments, not the wow. whole game, but a certain certain moments, moment. certain moments. That's just my thoughts. I that is, throw that, that out there. Possibility. Wow. Don't get Possibly. hurt, Bob. Don't get
1: hurt. Don't get hurt. That, uh, it, Garoppolo needs to like come find you because that is a huge insult is it insult that's an insult how's that an insult he's trent telling he's calling him a potential super bowl champion trent dilver is like a super bowl champion yeah but he's one of the worst quarterbacks to have ever won the super bowl oh, man, and know. he did not win the super bowl that i defense saw i saw something super this bowl.
2: week i saw something this oh no, that was a brilliant pass he made in the slot to to bradley your son could have made that throw <laughs> and my son would have a Super Bowl ring oh wow <laughs> Wow! <laughs> one of which the Marino does not have and Lamar Jackson is probably not going to get either
0: oh man so man we throw all kinds of people out yeah. there under the bus that we talk about uh <laughs> all right any more comments on NFC West guys what do you think
1: uh, it's a tough division that's uh, going to be a brutal um the Cowboys play every one of those teams, and I hope the Cowboys beat each one of them. Um, mm-hmm. Outside of that, it's it's going to be tough. Is
0: is this the toughest and most physical division in the NFL?
1: It's close. It's dang close, yeah. If it's not –
0: It's one, up one, there. It's 1B. Yeah. Okay. I agree. If it's not the AFC North with Cleveland and, you know, Baltimore and Steelers, I would go. I would put them probably number two.
2: Yeah, I would agree with
0: that.
1: So, yeah,
2: the next enough. thing I really want to know the rest about the schedule is what week of the Seahawks were in that bright lime green, so I don't watch that game. That's going to be yeah. the, favorite, the best – game
0: (laughs) all right i get hey we're gonna we're gonna debate this last topic real quick and then we're gonna call it a show okay all right and it's funny that y'all bring this up because i had this topic coming up because i heard somebody talking about it uh on a different sports show i I can't remember what it was it was last week and last week was busy so all right ready hall of fame jack hall of fame jacket okay or super bowl ring oh i want the ring you want the ring
1: i knew you were gonna say that
0: Yeah, I want the ring. You want the ring? Okay. I'm not winning the
1: championship. It, that's a tough choice, really. It is. Um will will everybody throughout history remember if you won a Super Bowl? If you only won one? Possibly not uh but okay. if you get into the hall of fame you're going to be remembered so okay. i'm going to say hall of fame
0: okay if i i am gonna i'm gonna choose i'm gonna to have to be two guess one mullins so i'm gonna to have to choose the ring the the feeling the feeling of that and knowing that nobody could take it away not, nobody, nobody can take the way the hall of fame either but just to say that one time that you were the best I, that's hard for me to let go you know everybody can debate you, about
1: it. yeah i agree it's super super tough but years from now Will you be remembered for winning
2: one Super Bowl? Maybe not, but if you're that Hall of Famer in the, in the Hall of Fame, I guarantee you when the people walk up to go look at Dan Marino's bust, that's going to be in there. Never won a Super Bowl. There's a <laughs> bunch of
1: people in that. the Hall of Fame that have never won a Super that. Bowl.
2: And I bet half of them would give up their, give up their jacket for a ring.
1: Mm. That would be a good question. That I would, would be love good to ask some of those guys that. Oh, I to wish me, we
2: could. Oh man, to me, yeah, I think we would tell a lot about them. To me, if you're not, if you don't want the ring, then you're not a competitor. Nobody's mm-hmm. saying they don't want the ring. But if look, you, you got to look they, at it this way. So they walked you, up to you and said, Mullins, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you right now. Tomorrow you're getting drafted by the Dallas Cowboys. You're gonna go play for the team that you love. Yeah. And we're gonna tell you, you're gonna play for the next twelve years. And yeah. You can sign this contract over here. That at the end of the twelve years, you're gonna have this gold jacket. Or at the end of the and no Super Bowls. But if you sign this contract twelve years, you're gonna get a Super Bowl ring.
1: Man, that is tough. That's tough. I, I take the ring every time. Yeah, I, I mean, you're always going to play for the ring. Always. No, no, no. The, but I'm, it's not playing, all. But winning a you Super a Bowl, winning a Super Bowl is not about one person. But getting into the Hall of Fame, you did that. That's your career. Mm-hmm. So, so, it, so, so winning, win 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 one Super Bowl, winning, winning one Super Bowl is the accumulation of one season. One. Okay. Getting into the Hall of Fame, that's the accumulation of your entire career. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's tough. So I think it
2: means more. That's tough. That's tough. I'm I'll not gonna what. disagree with that it. it's tough but I'm going to disagree with which one I take.
0: I'll tell you this. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you this. Okay, so the closest I ever came to ever – okay, I'm, you know, we won district championships in high school, I and mean, this is not anything compared to the Super Bowl, right? But the closest we ever came to a state championship was making it to the semifinal round, right? I mean, the game before. And uh, I tell you what, I never hurt as bad as I did after that game. Uh, that one hurt because you're so – I mean, you played – you already played four games. You're, you know, you're playing number five, and you're, you're away from one more. I mean, that was really – Really tough to swallow um and that's all i can say about that that being so close and that's all i can say yeah i'm i'm taking the ring man i'm taking the ring too i and i not because i don't value the hall of fame but i'm i'm taking the ring oh i agree
2: i, so, I, I totally think the hall of fame is an amazing place and I, especially the nfl hall of fame it sure as heck ain't the nba hall of fame who they let everybody in with a ham sandwich yeah they do yeah i don't it, it, it it's super hard but i would go with the jacket and okay. I'm, I'm i'm not going to fault you for it i'm not going to say that you're picking wrong i'm not going to yeah, say I'm that i'm going to say that you're a loser <laughs> <laughs> i'm not going to say that you're wrong and then you know yeah. in about 15 years from now or maybe 20 years from now when they're introducing lamar jackson as one of the most prolific offensive players in nfl history but he never through a Super Bowl. man but
1: man. he's got a jacket and he'll be remembered.
2: He will be.
0: I'll tell you this. I'd say this. You know, there's so many players out there that have won a Super Bowl that I'm say they're not just deserving. I don't want to say that because these guys put in time. But, you know, someone as an icon as Dan Marino, you know, just like, man, the dude, I say he deserves a ring, but as much as he's contributed to the game, he deserves something, you know? But to me,
2: just, I, I would much rather see Jim Kelly have a ring than Dan Marino. Oh, that's a different debate. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different debate. But if I had to pick a, he had four
1: tries and couldn't get it done.
2: I know that. And but two of them, he was basically walking on one leg. Mm, yeah, that's true. I mean, the he Cowboys tried to, rip it, tried to rip his knee out of a socket and sh- rear man. I mean, they they just you know. No, we basically did. We basically did. Yeah, I mean, the guy was walking around with one leg. I mean, yeah. come on. All
0: right, hey, that is show number six, guys. Hey, last words. What do we got? gold
1: jacket ring ring (laughs)
0: i'll get it right there (laughs) right there show number six over guys off our game podcast is done tonight guys hey check us on youtube facebook check us out on spotify hey show number six we're done tonight everybody